There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. No great adventure ever started with, so there I was on the couch. Adventure should be fun. Adventure should be rugged. Adventure should take you someplace new. And if you ask me, there's no better place to start your adventure this spring than at your local Honda dealer, where new Hondas are arriving daily. Check out the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, Accord, Civic, and more. So you can stay on the couch if you want to, but I'm going to find adventure in a new Honda. Hurry into your local Honda dealer before they're gone. This is a St. Jude moment. Ashton was a high-level athlete, and in a, an instant, your world flips. And your healthy five-year-old competitive cheerleader has a brain tumor. And the physician was like, your best option is St. Jude. Receiving treatment that was life-saving for our child and knowing that that treatment would be of no cost to us was a huge weight lifted. Learn more at stjude.org. Goldilocks Productions broadcasts universal cosmic frequencies that unlock, awaken, and expand the consciousness of our worldwide viewers and listeners. Enjoy this Goldilocks Productions presentation of the Stacy and Company show. Stacy Erickson channels messages from your higher self and other realms. Connect with your own unicorn and dragon. Step into this magical realm now. Hey guys, I'm Stacey Erickson. So excited to be here today. It's going to be an excellent show. Might be a little bit longer than normal just because of the um, guests that we have today. So I'm Stacey Erickson. Over the past few years, I've become an inspirational medium and animal intuitive, bringing connection to your higher self while delivering messages from other realms. Today's show is all about our pets. And then later, I will give unicorn readings to those that would like to meet their very own unicorn. Um, the pets that we have today on the show, just so you know, we've already had them sent in so that I could go ahead and um, speak with them ahead of time and get the questions of their people. And so anyway, so that's what's happening today. 
uh, I created this show to help people understand more about the natural world we live in and the other realms that help us here, too. There is so much information that wants to come forward from everywhere. I feel very fortunate to be able to bring the voices and wisdom from all these special beings, even Earth herself. Next week, we'll be talking about all the natural spirits of the world and many ways that they communicate with us. Um, that's going to be a really fun show, too. So please, you know, join me if you can. That'd be great. Um, so today, I have several animals that wanted to join me on the show today. We will get to them soon. But first, I want to explain to you the ways we communicate with our pets and the many ways they communicate with us. I first started learning communication from a very special horse named Pearl. Um, she was actually bought from my... Hi, Judy. Um, So she was actually bought for me by my parents um, because we both had like this very special uh, connection. She was abused as a horse and also was um, so hard to like keep up with the comments here. So I'm just going to keep saying what I'm saying. So anyway, so she was abused as a horse and um, brought up. And so her she was actually stunted as a baby, which was really hard on her. It was back in the 80s that this happened. People didn't understand horses quite as well as they do now, which is really cool. Things have advanced and become much better for them, just so you know. It's all good. But in the meantime, she had taught me a lot about how to um, communicate with horses through body language, um, emotionally, physically, and actually mentally as well through telepathy, which we'll talk about in just a minute. But the whole idea of having her really explained to me how to be very, um, I don't know, just very conscientious about my way of being around animals and extremely thoughtful with my thoughts. So that being said, you can create fear by having fear in your mind. When you enter a room with an animal, they can actually literally sense fear. Or um, you can create too much energy by being too joyful, which is in the case of this horse. If you were um, over exhilarated and so happy because I had such a great day at school, you know, so I'd like bounce into the barn and be very excited. Uh, she would say, not today. I'm going to go over there and wait for you to calm down a bit. So um, so the animals really do relate to you in many, many different ways. Via, like I said, they can also relate to you with your body language as well. It's really interesting how they do this. So getting back to Pearl, she was such a lovely animal for me to learn to ride on. She was extremely spooky, didn't trust anybody at all. So I had to be very thoughtful and very clear with what I was thinking all the time. Now, I was only nine years old, so I was really learning some new things here with um, emotional intelligence. So when I walked into the uh, barn with her every single day, I had to kind of check myself and say, okay, where am I at? And did I have a good day, a bad day? And what am I bringing to this animal? Because I got to tell you, if you did not bring the right thing, you're going to end up in the dirt as a yard dart just about every single time (laughs) because she was very good at getting me off because she was always spooking. Not because she wanted me off, but just because she was a very spooky girl. Um, So anyway, so she really explained to me to have that emotional self-control, like where you would walk in and you would actually breathe and stay very calm, cool, collected and help her recognize that, you know, everything is okay. It's, um, 
It's a great way to present yourself to any animal for that matter, that everything is okay. You can say it with a happy voice. You can be very excited in a sense, but not too excited. Once again, some some animals really don't respond to high energy. And some animals are such high energy that if you respond back with high energy, then it's just like a big old, you know, whirlwind and a tornado that happens inside the house. So you want to be very careful, like I said, with um we're not careful, but just thoughtful when you're around animals, you know, speak to them kindly um, and understand that they are all about love. So my website is raspberry light. And the reason why I call it raspberry light is from these animals that they've taught me so much about um, the idea of love. They're all about the unconditional love and what happens is, is that your heart chakra is green. And that's what we're always taught when, you know, when you go through all this chakra stuff. And um, so it's green. But when you, when it turns to, well, when you get in the state of unconditional love, it becomes this beautiful raspberry pink. So if you've noticed the world right now, and I really love this about this, that we're speaking about colors again, um, The world right now is using a lot of raspberry pink. If you look at a lot of different places right now, like T-Mobile and other, you know, places, even on TV, you know, if they do headlines, things like that, they'll do it in this raspberry color pink. And it's because the world is finally shifting into that um, unconditional love. So there's some good news for us. Okay. (laughs) So the universal language is telepathy. And you're born with this ability. Every single person on the planet is born with the ability to um, speak mind to mind. So a good example is whenever you are thinking of somebody and you're like, wow, you know, they give you a call and, and you're like, or they text you or whatever. And you're like, oh, my gosh, I was just thinking about you. Well, that was you sending out that, you know, telepathic hello to them. And then they're responding to you in, of course, a joyful way by calling you or texting you or contacting you in any way, you know, possible. So um, so we're all capable of this. Once again, we were born with it, but we lost it when we started speaking. So when we started speaking, we started turning our thoughts, you know, into, um, of course, you know, out our mouths instead. And so then it ended up that we um, we kind of lost the ability to to communicate with telepathy. So it is a muscle thing that you do want to, um, if you start to practice with it, it's kind of like learning a new language. If you practice it, then it becomes much, much, much easier. And over time, you'll start to trust it as well. So it's a cool thing to, to learn. And once again, that's the universal language of the world. So you can communicate with anything with telepathy. The second way to communicate is entrainment. And that's going to be the heart-to-heart connection where you can, let me see here. I have this down. It's really cool. So let me back up to telepathy real quick. So telepathy is the mind-to-mind connection where you receive information about likes and dislikes as well as other thoughts. So like, you know, physical body thoughts and things like that. Entrainment is the heart-to-heart connection where you receive information on a deeper level. You can tap into future events, past lives, other realms, as well as other things personal to you and to whomever you are um, communicating with. Entrainment is um, the best way, in my opinion, to communicate with animals because it comes from 
I don't know, like a deeper level and almost a softer touch sort of thing, you know, where you're sort of like, hey, how are you doing today? You know, that type of thing. And going, what do you want? You know, so it's it's a lot more fun to um, to try to speak through your heart. And all you have to do is just put your intention on your heart or in your heart, whichever way you want to say it. And you can put your hand on your heart to help you sort of, you know, focus there and then ask from your heart to whatever it is that you are speaking to. So once again, you can always speak to trees as we spoke about in the very beginning of, um, of the um, program I just started. <laughs> so Stacy and company. Yeah. Anyway, so today with the pets I have as guests, um, they'll be giving us like a lot of examples of how, you know, the, they bring information or wisdom to us. And um, it's amazing. Like, it's so amazing. Some of them will show us pictures. So, um, or show you pictures when you do communicate. I'm just going to give you an example of that. So I had a horse and he injured himself. And um, in all honesty, I thought he was going to die because he had, um, he had, gotten his clip which is on his horseshoe and it had taken a chunk of his hoof off and so he was bleeding profusely in an arterial bleed and so I thought for sure you know because it's very hard to stop blood on the hoof because it's a hard surface and there isn't a whole lot that you can do for it so um so anyway so I was wrapping him and getting him and actually I used homeopathic remedies just so you all know that it worked out really well and I love it and you can look that kind of stuff up too. Um, and it, like I said, it worked really well and well after I thought of it. <laughs> Stop panicking. And um, so anyway, so I was talking to him two days later and I said, man, I'm like so worried about you. And he, he's like, shh. And I was like, what? And he said, I'm not going to go until I am 20. And so when he showed me 20, it was the neatest thing because like I said to you guys, I can hear very easily and speak and talk. And that's how I communicate. It's more through words, but I also get, you know, visions and movies and things like that or pictures. And so in this case, I saw him draw a big like loopy two and then a zero behind it. So I knew exactly when he was going to transition. And by the way, he did. He transitioned October of the year that he was 20 years old. So it was really interesting that he, you know, gave me a prophetic message as well. Um, They'll also speak to you with words, which uh, obviously he did ahead of time, but then he showed me the number. They will act out as well. So like say, well, I'll give you an example again. So I had a little Corgi and she was so dang cute. And anytime I asked her if she was happy or okay, she would literally like bounce up and down like this. And I was like, oh my God, it, it made me laugh. Like it was so joyful. Shh, quiet, quiet. So it was so joyful. It was amazing what, you know, like the energy that she brought with it. So it definitely helped me um, believe that she was very joyful and very happy because once again, I started laughing. So it was great. They'll also bring to you um, visions of sayings, um, some songs that are familiar to you. You'll bring, they might bring something that's familiar to you um, through a movie or something like that. So I'll give you another example on that. So I was speaking once again to a horse and because um, I used to own a horse farm out east in Mayaka City. And so um, so anyway, so I was speaking to one of my ponies that I gave lessons on and he's he was getting quite old. He actually transitioned when he was 32. He's probably right around 30 when I was getting this information from him. And he was so cute. 
he was like, never, ever get old. <laughs> and that's what he said to me. And I was laughing. And I was like, you're so wise. And um, he gave me more information. And as I forget what exactly it was, but it was more information on being wise. You know, as you're getting older, having the wisdom to speak correctly, to say the right things and to be kind. And so that, that was like his his words for me. And um, and then he said, be who you are. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And then get this. This is really funny. He showed me a picture of Rafiki. And then he stood there in front of me and like just basically transformed himself into Rafiki, you know, with the big uh, shaker stick. So I thought, oh, my gosh, this pony is so wise. I mean, it was so much fun to like recognize and see this this pony doing this. So anyway, so you can get information in so many different ways and it can be so much fun at the same time like that. Once again, I mean, I was not expecting to see Rafiki. So um, we'll learn more about all of this once again through our guests that we have today, because each one of them has communicated in their own special way. So I'm really excited to bring these guests to you. So I'm going to go ahead and start with my first guest um, and that's Zoe and Ozzy. So do we have Zoe and Ozzy up on the screen yet? No, we don't. Oh, here they come. There they are. Aren't they cute? So Ozzy is the, um, the Labradoodle, and Zoe is the little Corgi mix. And I know these two dogs really well because um, I go to my friend's house, and they're actually, they are my friend's dogs. And um, they're really funny, funny dogs. So I want to just precursor this with a little bit of information. I was over at her house and she and I were um, meditating. And as I was meditating, Zoe, which is the, the little one, came over and sat in front of me. Now, this is highly unusual because usually Zoe's very, or Chloe, I'm sorry, why am I calling her? No, it's Zoe. Zoe's very shy, extremely shy. And so it was really strange for her to, um, to come over and sit in front of me. So, um, during this meditation, it was before I started this, these, um, <laughs> these uh, dogs started talking to me and telling me about the show and how to present this information to you, the public, because I was sort of, um, you know, vacillating on how to bring information to you. And so she said, and it was so cute, she said that I have to have an animal on every single time I have the show or some kind of being that, you know, every single time before the show. And so I thought, oh my gosh, how wise is, is she? So they both are really, really, really excited about being here today. So I'm just going to give you the messages that both of them gave me. So Ozzy said, love, love, love this. Center of attention is where I belong, which you can clearly see by his picture. And he says, I'm so happy to be your guest. So he, he is like so funny. He's actually, he really is the big ham of the house. You know, he greets everybody. He loves everybody. He's just, he's the best dog ever. Um, Zoe said, I told you this would work. Having us on the show is so special. All the animal kingdom wants to participate. This is going to be exciting. So, um, so thank you, Zoe. And thank you, Ozzy, for being here with me today. I'm so excited that I got to have both of you on my show. And I know that you two are excited, too. I actually saw them a couple of days ago, and they were bouncing around going, we're going to be famous. We're going to be famous. So I thought that was really funny. <laughs> so our next animal is, or our next pet, I should say, as our guest, is um, Nico and Rafa. So 
those are two cats, so you remember. And um, so it's Nico and Rafa. They're these two beautiful cats. Aren't they gorgeous, you guys? They're so beautiful. So um, my friends, when I sent out information to everybody, they wanted to ask, um, I said, send two questions that you want answered. And um, we'll see what we can do about reading them on the show for you and having the cats on the show. So this is another one of my friends, actually, Animal. And um, so Nico is the black cat, and he is beautiful. And Rafa is the um, the gray cat. And they're both only seven months old. So they're a little, they're actually little, even though they look really big in the picture. They have a lot of presence and so much light around them. So my friend asked, are they getting enough to eat? And I said, yes. Um, do they like the food as much as they seem to? They love the food. So tasty. feels like it is really good for us. We appreciate the thoughtfulness taken into feeding us. Thank you. And then they said they love fish-flavored food, too. The food that they're getting right now is chicken with liver. So they really love it. They feel like it's uh, very healthy for them. Now, how they presented this information to me is by... Um, almost like rubbing their bellies. Like when I was talking to them, they both were kind of rubbing their bellies like, oh my gosh, it is so good. And then when they said that they love the fish flavor too, which by the way, she doesn't feed them fish, but she's thinking about doing it. Um, they want to, they, they showed it to me by um, sort of like uh, showing me fish flakes, like in a picture and then explaining to me that it was fish because I do not like fish. So I did not want to taste it just so you know. <laughs> so anyway, so then I said, she asked, do you like your living arrangements? So their living arrangements consist of them having their own room at night where they sleep together. And they said, yes, we love hanging out around the crystals. So during the day, they have run of the apartment, though. There is so much energy and interesting things to discover. We do not mind our sleeping arrangements as we love to be together and help you while sleeping. We travel with you everywhere in your dream state, helping to open and close the gates. We have been with you in many lives. Two were two where you communicated directly with us. You still can and will in the very near future. Um, they came together as a pair to balance the energy around um, their person. So, um, so you can see how, once again, these two communicated that they brought up, like even being with her through several lifetimes, which is really, really unique and very interesting at the same time. Although it seems to me like right now, because the realms or the um, veil is getting so thin that it seems like we have more of our past lives sort of folding over on top of the lives we have now. So our animals are entering into our lives more often as well. There's so much information, you guys. It's kind of crazy. So we're just going to try to get in as much as we can this time. And we might have to do another show on this as well again. But we will. We'll actually do, we probably will because I want to do a show on um, on the uh, transition animals because these are all here on Earth animals right now. So I do want to do a show on, you know, animals that have transitioned just because it's so much fun to learn, you know, like where they are, what they're doing on the other side and all that kind of stuff. So um, so we'll get into that in another show, not this next week, but probably within another couple of weeks. So um, so we'll go ahead and bring up Ocean. Ocean is another puppy dog. No, there's no. You know, Jeremy, that's really funny because I am allergic to cats as well. So Jeremy says, is there any spiritual meaning if I'm allergic to cats? 
And not that I know of. I'm very, very allergic to cats. Maybe we had Egyptian lives and um, we didn't get along with our cats back then and they're playing games with us this lifetime. But I don't feel like really there is anything like that. But it is kind of funny to think about. Okay, so this right here is Ocean, and she is female with her beautiful, beautiful necklace on. <laughs> I love her. You know, it's really funny because it is coming up to be my birthday, so the fact that she's got the happy birthday sign is really fun. Um, this is another one of my friend's dogs. I've never met her in person, though. She is lovely, though, isn't she? So my friend, she's so cute. She said, how do you feel about having another puppy friend around? And... Um, Ocean lives with her and her um, husband and that her husband is really, really, um, um, really intuitive. And so and very close to Ocean. And um, so anyways, they have a difference of opinions on whether or not they're going to have another dog. But Ocean says, I love the energy of just being. So she loves to just sit and relax and kind of bask. Um, my people are amazing and I help bring them peace as well as exercise. I would have, I would have liked to have pups in the past of my own. You know, you can see she's a little bit of an elderly dog. I know you're not that old, but you know, and thank you so much for caring about me to ask me. I so appreciate the joy you bring to me and have had in the past. I love my life with you. So ocean really did just translate all of this to me through thoughts and words. That was it. So she really didn't give me a vision or anything like that. Um, she did. I'm trying to think if she did. You give me like the puppy thing. Yes, she did. Actually, she said yes, I did. She um, she told me about the puppies through showing me puppies that were around her. So they were like her own puppies. Those so they're like little tiny newborn puppies, and they were really cute. So um, so anyways, that's Ocean. Thank you, Ocean, for being with us today. Um, so now we're gonna go to Moon Baby, which is a cat. Oh, that's really cool. The Egyptian vast cat, symbol of joy and peace. You're absolutely right. Cats are so cool. Thinking of those cats look like they could have been Egyptian. Yeah, you're right, Jules. It looks to me like they could have been Egyptian as well. I mean, they're they're so interesting. And um, the cat after Moon Baby, you'll see, is um, something else too. So I want to get to that. So we're going to See, so Moon Baby the cat, do we have her up here? She's the um, calico, I think, or the brown and black cat. Oh, you're welcome, Brenda. I know Ocean was really happy to be on the show today. She was really excited. In fact, she was speaking to me while on screen, which is really neat. Some of them were not, but she was. She was talking directly to me. Must have had that connection. So that was good. So um, Moon Baby, we're going to wait and see if she, we can get her up here. But um, she, her owner is so cute. She, uh, she actually watches the show, and she watched the show last week, and so that's why we have Moon Baby on this show this week. And um, I don't know why it's not coming up, and I'm really sorry about that. But um, so Moon Baby is a cat that she found on the street, like, and – literally just picked her up off the street. So um, she said, is she happy? And Moon Baby said, so very, very happy. Now, this cat, I have to tell you, is an extremely joyful cat. 
She loves to talk and has so much positive. There you go. You can see her picture. Doesn't she look joyful, you guys? I mean, she's so funny. <laughs> she's so cute. So um, she's an extremely joyful cat. She loves to talk and has so much positive energy. She wants to please and be involved in like everything, which is kind of unusual because from my understanding, calicos tend to be a little elusive. Um, she absolutely loves interaction with her mother or her person. Um, so she is very happy and so happy to be an indoor sort of indoor outdoor cat. Um, does she need anything? And <laughs> moon baby is funny because she says more love. Like I said, she she wants a lot more interaction. She says, I want to be into everything and everywhere. Acknowledgement of my quirky self. You can totally understand me. So more interaction. She means when she said that you can totally understand me, she's explaining to her person that she can actually hear her. She can understand her very, very well. And, um, it's a cool relationship that the two of them have for sure. So we're going to go on to Goddess Gracie. So Goddess Gracie is a gray cat. Now, the way that Moon Baby spoke to me was more of an energetic thing. Like I could really feel her energy around her, you know, and so it was really cool in that essence. So once again, this is like communicating in so many different ways of of understanding. So it was a sensation of her being extremely energetic. That's how I got that, you know, I got that idea of her being so energetic. Um, so Goddess Gracie, this is a really interesting uh, cat. So I'm just going to read about her real quick for you, and then we'll talk a little bit more. So the um, her person asked, are you happy? And Goddess Gracie, which you see in front of you right there, says, of course I am happy. I am here with my human in real life. Um, she said, do you need anything? And she said, more things to climb on, scratch on, and of course, furry seats to sit and lay on. So she wants to be perched a little bit up higher, not real high, but a little higher. Um, then she has a message for her person and says, I'm so grateful to be here and love my person so much. It is so nice to be in this energy of love and graciousness. I remind her how brilliant she is and to treat herself more like a queen. I love you. So the cat says that she's, you, I'm sure you guys understood that, but she's reminding her person to, um, of how brilliant she is and to, to be more like a queen, which is really fun. Um, so she is the animal totem that's come into body to live close to her person and help her here. She's actually an owl spirit. And if you look at her, you can kind of see that she has owl in her. You know, it's really interesting because you look at her and you say, whoa, are you really a cat? Like, what are you? You're more than just a cat. So it's really interesting how we can have these. Um, <laughs> there's I'm um, sorry about that. I was reading off to the side there. So um, she so the cat actually is a little bit more than a cat. Once again, she came back here as a cat, but she is an owl totem of this person. And um, it's really kind of interesting how we can have our animals do that. So this is another aspect of what's happening in the world right now. Like I said, I know it's sort of hard to believe sometimes, but if you really pay attention, anything is possible. I mean, my own dog here is a dragon. So it's really interesting or has the aspects of dragon in her. So it's, it's really interesting how these, you know, how these animals return to us as, you know, in real life so that they can, they can interact with us 
on the earth. No great adventure ever started with, so there I was on the couch. Adventures should be fun. Adventures should be rugged. Adventures should take you someplace new. And if you ask me, there's no better place to start your adventure this spring than at your local Honda dealer, where new Hondas are arriving daily. Check out the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, Accord, Civic, and more. So you can stay on the couch if you want to, but I'm going to find adventure in a new Honda. Hurry into your local Honda dealer before they're gone level and but still have that essence of being who they are so once again this is a cat but she is the owl totem animal of the person that is her person so um all right so we're gonna go ahead and move into peekaboo now how i knew about the totem was um she actually showed herself to me so when i first met this cat that was the first thing i saw was a big owl and she actually spread her wings and everything. So it was really interesting. And I was like, Oh, that's really cool. So, um, so don't shut down. My point is, is don't shut down to like what you see either, you know, have a tendency to believe that it might be possible. That's like the biggest thing that I've learned through animal um, communication and animal intuitiveness and just meeting all these beautiful creatures of earth, you know, is that what you see isn't always what you get. And so um, it makes life so much more interesting anyway, right? So why not? Why not have an animal totem living with you in your home as a true being, you know, to um, help you remember things? So peekaboo is the cutest little button there, and she's adorable. She's such a cutie. And um, so she was, she's also another one of my friend's dogs. And um, she said, was she my dog in another life? And peekaboo says, yes. I carry many astral genetics of animals from past lives. So this dog is a compilation of several animals that she had in her past life, which is really interesting, you know. Um, I love that. The one thing that I have learned, and just to kind of step forward on this a little bit more and to, um, to, to try to understand some things, is that when I was first learning animal communication, in order to know if the animal that you have right now was the animal that had already transitioned before. So say, um, say my horse Pearl that we talked about, right? Um, I would have to speak to Pearl in order to know if my horse Madonna, which I have now on earth is, um, her reincarnating as Madonna, which she's not, she's just her, um, her guide. But my point is, is that, yes, yeah, so it's really interesting how you can get this information, but you usually get it from the animal that has transitions or the animal that um, is the spirit, you know, so it's much clearer in that essence, which is really interesting. Oh, that's cool. How neat is that? So Robin, that's really neat. You're right. Um, You can get actually more information though, Robin, if you talk to him more from your heart and then explain to him that he cannot have treats, (laughs) but with your heart instead and explain why, because a lot of times they don't understand, you know, they're in their earth body. So um, we're going to get back to peekaboo. If she could tell me something, what would it be? And so this is what she has to say. She says, I love her so much and I appreciate everything that gets done for me. I love how she takes care of everything around us, the environment and the body. She really helps with the energy spirit of the surrounding outside, all of the realms and divas outside and inside are acknowledged and shown gratitude and love. This is truly helping with her soul advancement. 
So proud to be involved in this lifetime. I love you. So, um, so this dog right here is super connected, super connected with my friend, um, with her person, I should say. She's super connected with her person. And you can tell by um, she's actually the one that's brought in that spirit of the divas in other realms and things like that that I'm going to talk about next week. She's the one that introduced it to me to remember to go ahead and bring that in. And then I asked and that was exactly what had happened. So it was really, really cool. But the um, but the whole thing is, is that uh, this dog is super, super connected to her spirit and knowing what it is that she is um, here to do. So that being said, Peekaboo reminds us that animals also have their purpose for being here on Earth. And you can ask them very, very um like you can ask them very clearly. And a lot of times in order to get answers from animals when you're not really um, into it, like you're, you're, you're going, man, and I really get that. Do I really understand what they're saying? What is this about? You know, you can write it down. So it's almost like doing automatic writing is so helpful for um, really getting the information because then you're not thinking about answering the information or understanding the information. You're just writing it down and then you can answer it or understand it later. So with peekaboo, that's exactly what I did. Like I didn't understand when I was writing here, you know, she really helps with the energy spirit of the surrounding outside, you know, things like that. And, um, but I wrote it all down. And then after I went back and read it, I thought, wow, this dog is really advanced. So, um, so she's advanced as well in her sole purpose of being with her person. And it's really interesting and a lot of fun to, um, to see this. So very, very cool dog. So, um, Robin, back to you. Said I do any argues, but he knows I give it to him. Why? Because he was starved. Now he is a fatty. <laughs> That's okay. Whatever makes both of you happy is what's important. And honestly, you know, I feed my horse a lot of treats, and um, it's probably not good for her either. But and I don't mean not good for her in the sense of like where they're not good treats because they are good treats. But um, but it is fun, you know, to uh, to feed our animals by hand and to show them our gratitude and understanding that we love them so much. You know, um, sometimes we do it through food. So it's um, it's really cool. You know, actually, this one horse that I'm riding right now, it's really interesting now that we're on that subject. She is um, super happy to see me when I walk into the barn now, once again, because of the treats that I bring her. And um, it's that acknowledgement of appreciation. So that being said, I'm so glad. Actually, Robin, I wanted to bring this up and I thought I would forget it. And I'm so happy that you mentioned it because nothing is a coincidence. So the thing with food and giving food to animals is that when you give it, you're giving it with your heart. You know, you have this feeling of joy and love and you're like, oh, here you go. Here you go. You know, and you're really feeling into the energy of love. And so that's the biggest thing. So I think that's why, you know, um, feeding our animals is so important at times because we really do help them. Um, feel the love that we have for them. And they also in turn help us remember to feel love and appreciation and all of that good stuff. So, um, so thank you, Robin, very much for that comment because it's so helpful um, for me. Cause it was, like I said, one of those things I wanted to bring up and I completely thought I would forget. Um, I know birds, birds are tough. <laughs> 
I love them. I really do. They're awesome. But I think birds are very opinionated, <laughs> even more so than cats. And cats are pretty opinionated, you guys, which I'm sure you all know this. It's really funny. I have to tell you another story about cats. And then we'll get to Ginger, who is our last animal to read today um, and have as our guest. And uh, by the way, Peekaboo, thank you so much for being with us. Beautiful little thing. Um, so anyway, so where was I going again? Now I completely lost my thought. Maybe we'll just have to move on to Ginger because I think she's yelling at me. She wants to get on the show. So let's go ahead and bring Ginger up to the camera here and see her. This is little Ginger, and she's so cute. She is um, a beautiful, I think, she looks to me like she's got a little chow-chow in her. And um, those little chow-chows are just amazing. I actually had a chow-chow for a really long time. He traveled with me all over the country. He was a full-blooded chow, but he was stunted because they had him they found him with a rubber band around his neck and so he had to have surgery and all this other kind of stuff. And so that's how I acquired him, but, um, through the vet clinic that I was working at at the time. And, um, he was just amazing. I love that dog so much, but, um, so anyway, so ginger has a lot of his qualities too, which is really fun. Um, so ginger is really, really neat. And her person asked, why are you scared to leave the porch? So that being said, she really didn't give me like a straight up answer. She definitely doesn't like her feet to be wet. She's a little prissy in the grass sort of stuff. So she doesn't like that. And she thinks that the energy of the porch is really, really comfortable. She likes being, I don't know if the porch is up a little higher or not. I, did, I have not spoken to um, her person in person. But, um, oh, hey, there you are. Yes, chow chow in her. Thank you, Belinda. I'm glad you're here. Um, so anyway, so you can answer me if you want to. Um, is the porch a little bit higher? Can you? The front porch. Is it a front porch? But anyway, so she likes to see up and out a little bit more. Um, so here's what she said. So she says, actually, I talked to her three times just because I wanted to make sure that I understood everything. So she said, I worry a lot. I protect the house, but have my own routine with it. She's so cute. I see her. So in this dog, I see wandering around. You know, she sort of has her own routine and um, she kind of shows it to me like visual pictures. This is how she communicated with me. Um, she's very methodical, methodical about where she goes and where she stays while inside the house. She likes to be, I see her standing underfoot with people because she likes to be around people. Oh, good. Porch is higher. Thank you, Belinda. I appreciate that. Um, so she does like to see out a little bit higher, just so you know. She wishes she was a little taller than she is. Um, so she does. So let's get back to her. So she has her own idea on what is right. She does not want to disappoint you. So she worries all the time. She's so cute. She does not have good eyesight, but loves you deeply. She's super sweet to you. Very loyal to the house and family. Sensitive to noise. Sensitive to movement. Again, eyesight with this. Not sad. She just always wants to please. So, um, and she definitely doesn't like the grass very much. <laughs> um, so her message to you, um, Linda, is I love her so much and really want her to know this. I love being with her everywhere we go. I'm here as the protector, although in this body, I'm not sure how to accomplish it. And then um, once again, I see her moving around a lot. So this dog is so cute, so, so cute, and so super sweet, and she's so loyal. Oh, my gosh, she's so adorable. So thank you, Ginger, for being on the show, but stay with me just for a second because Ginger is, when she communicates to me, and this is something I want you guys to know, is that 
for me, I, I was communicating with her. And the reason why I communicated with her three different times is A, because I'm on this show. B, because I wanted to make sure that I got the right information from her and that it was clear for me because she did not really ever speak in words. And that's how I speak. So it was like speaking to a dog that um, on a different language, you know, sort of like a, you know, if she was French or something and I don't know French. So I was trying to understand her ideas as to like what she was saying to me. And then um, and then in the end, she started speaking, which was when she gave me the message. So it was really cool. So sometimes when you're communicating with animals and this is something that I had to learn over time is that it takes some time for them to um you're very welcome, Belinda. Yeah, she's she was right on the money. Then everything I she said, and, and of course everything I understood. We both we both understood each other, which was amazing. <laughs> it's awesome to hear. Um, so anyway, so yeah, she. Um, so it's not always easy, is my point, to get information or receive information from the animals when they're not uh, communicating the way that you are used to communicating. And so sometimes it takes a little bit more conversation and understanding. And once again, I really delve deep into my heart and I use a lot of the heart entrainment with Ginger, who is still so darn cute and so grateful. She's actually saying thank you right now. So um, such a sweetheart. Just love her. So. Um, all right. So let's go ahead and get on with the show with the rest of the stuff. But. I wanted you guys to know how all of these animals do communicate. I mean, everybody communicates a little bit differently and um, it is really quite interesting and it, it helps you as a person really expand. I mean, it's, it's the neatest thing I have to tell you guys. I mean, when I first started communicating, it came as words. Now it comes as like these feelings and these ideas and all this other kind of stuff. And it's just, oh, it's, it's amazing how much fun it is. Actually, it's a lot of fun to, um, to do this. So I definitely recommend it for everybody on the planet to start, you know, communicating with their animals in more ways than just, um, you know, looking at them and <laughs> petting them. <laughs> Although animals always do communicate with us anyway in other ways. They kind of make us communicate with them, really, when it comes right down to it. And um, it's a lot of fun, like I said. And you can receive information in so many ways. It's insane. And the coolest thing, I've got a couple more stories for you because this is really interesting. Is um, I did a couple fairs on animal communications. And uh, there was one dog that actually they brought in and it was live in front of me. And so this was really interesting because uh, the animal was um, really afraid and scared. But I have to tell you, that's not the animal that I read. The animal I read was not afraid and scared. It was actually an animal that was so loving and kind and sweet. Now, don't get me wrong. He was still sweet and kind while he was sitting there. But um, but very strong, like uh I want to say spiritual wise, like extremely strong. And this animal was, it was a dog, uh, was in this family. It was a family of, I want to say there was like, let me see. There was a grandpa, a grandma, and two young kids. And then, you know, I think, and then a mom, I want to say. And so, you know, it was a big family sort of dynamic area. And um, this dog was very connected to the man. And, uh, he would sit on his lap all the time. And so I asked the man, because the dog was like, yeah, I'm, I'm there because I calm his heart. And I was like, wow, that is so cool. So I asked the gentleman, because he was actually sitting there in front of me, and I said, does he 
when you're when you're sitting, he sits in your lap all the time. And he said, yeah, on the couch. He's like, and he goes, he almost climbs up and puts his head like right here. And I said, yeah, he's calming your heart. And he goes, oh, my gosh, that is so cool. He said, that's exactly what he does. So that was really, really neat. And then another time I was at a um, like a little uh, it was like a rock painting party. I know that sounds cool, doesn't it? And um, it was actually really fun. And so um, one of my friends had brought her dog and I hadn't, I had never met this dog before, but the dog came over and sat at my feet. And normally it stays with my friend constantly, you know, never, ever leaves her side. So, so I just sort of, you know, sat there while I was painting my rock and the dog was at my feet. And I was thinking to myself, you know, what is it that you're wanting to convey here? Because I felt like the dog had a message of some sort. And, um, so the dog did, and it was really interesting because she started giving me like where I was feeling heart palpitations. And I was like, what the heck is that? Is that your heart? And she like shook her head. And once again, like I said, I imagine this because she was underneath my feet under the table. Um, I could see her in my mind's eye. Now, this is all the stuff that how, how they help us really see and communicate with us. And it's so interesting. And like I said, and you can get so much more information from it. But it turns out that my friend was actually having heart palpitations. And so that being said, I did ask her, you know, if she was seeing a doctor and she said, yes, she was. So, um, in fact, she was seeing it, um, I think, two days in two days. But it was really interesting because the dog was worried about her and she's telling me what was going on with it. So it was kind of an interesting thing to um, to recognize that these animals are all in our lives for a reason or a purpose. You know, they have their own soul purpose of being. So they can either be here, you know, to create joy, like that one dog that I had, you know, I was actually going through a divorce. And so she helped me a ton because every single morning I go out to feed the horses and I was sad. She had bounced up and down and I just start laughing. And it was the best, the best medicine in the world for me. And she knew this and it was so much fun to have my little Corgi there. She's actually in heaven now, but anyway, and so, um, so it was really, um, to see her. So she did accomplish her, her soul's purpose of being, and that was to spread joy, to bring joy. And that's all she did the whole entire time she was at the farm um, that I was teaching and riding at, at the time, or actually owned at the time. And um, then there's that dog, you know, that dog is there as a comfort, you know, to my friend to help her recognize um, herself and to be more self for, uh, self thoughtful, thoughtful towards herself. And so this is one of those, um, this is one of those things that this dog, you know, the purpose of being that she was here for. And so she's completing her sole purpose too. So we have like all of these, like, just like us, we have our soul progression through time. Our animals do too. That's why they come back in time, you know, to have soul progression as well. And it's, um, it's actually really, really interesting and a lot of fun to find out what it is that they have, um, why they're here, you know, uh, what they're doing. So they're, they might have two purposes though. So say like, um, say that dog, for instance, she was here to progress her soul as in like to be braver, more courageous and more um, forgiving of her body, bodily self, because she is actually, she started off as a um, uh, crated dog that was always having babies. So that was her sole purpose to have that experience first. And then after that, she came to me and for my purpose and for her purpose to create joy. So it was really interesting how, you know, there's sort of like this uh, play and the whole thing, you know, the same thing with Pearl, my pony. I mean, she 
she was amazing, but she really was abused. I mean, to the point where they starved her and stunted her growth, you guys stunted her growth. And that's pretty tough to do with a horse, you know, and um, pretty insane too. But she uh, became this most beautiful, brightest spirit in the world. And her purpose of being was to help me recognize and understand and to learn more about that emotional intelligence, you know, clear thought and all of that kind of stuff. That was her purpose. And, um, but she had to go through that dirty time in the beginning to, um, to be the horse that I, you know, could meet to, to make this all happen. So it's all very interesting because it also helped her soul progress as well. You know, she became more trusting of people and understanding of people. And now that horse is a Pegasus, which is really kind of cool. And yes, they do exist as well, just like unicorns. So, um, so anyway, so I just wanted to, <laughs> we're kind of running out of time here, which is really cool. So what I want to do is I want to mention to you guys that next week we're going to do the, um, the earth stuff around here. Hang on a second. Let me see what we're going to do. Um, we're going to do, we're actually going to talk about crystals a little bit too next week because they've been asking a lot as well. So we're going to do um, a lot of talk about divas and earth beings and um, earth spirits. You know, there's, I uh, learned about um, the spirit of the mountain, which was in North Carolina. I actually sat down next to him, which was really interesting. So, um, so we're going to talk about that kind of stuff and, um, it's going to be really fun. I think that'll be a real fun show. And next week we'll be able to get into some unicorn readings. And um, that way we can add in a little bit more because this one, we've kind of gotten a little bit, a little bit away from all that stuff. Um, let me see here. So Robin, you said my mother has a cockatoo besides my stepdad. I'm the only one that understands him. Yes. I tell you, birds are really interesting. They, they're, um, they actually speak, they talk like, I don't know if that's how you understand them or not, because it feels to me like it's like they do the, uh, they're very good with their language, you know, speaking language. So it's very interesting. Cats too. Cats are really interesting, but I mean, we could talk for like days, you guys on this stuff because animals are so interesting. And so, um, so evolved. Some are more evolved than others. Some are more complex than others. Some have had, you know, past life experiences that come into this lifetime. I mean, it's really interesting. But um, but what I want to talk about, too, just a little bit, we're just going to touch on this. We're not going to get into it. But I want to talk to you guys about animals in spirit as well. There's um, some really cool stories. I've spoken to so many animals on the other side, and it's so much fun to see what they're doing now. I mean, one, I definitely want to write a book about just because he is funny, so funny. And um, it's a horse that went to went to heaven and um, just the coolest story. But um, so I do want to get into that, but we'll probably do that like, oh, I don't know, maybe in. Um, let's see, we'll have to go two weeks from now, probably. So just so you know, but I'm going to ask for more people to send in their animals, um, a picture of your animal, you know, that has transitioned or um, gone to heaven. And um, we'll do that with two questions. And then we'll, we'll do that um, like in a couple of weeks. So just, you know, just kind of preparation, you guys, just so you kind of have an idea of like where we're going with this. But like I said, next week's show is going to be a lot of fun too. So one more thing I just wanted to, to tell you, because I think this is kind of funny. So I used to have a cat and he was actually a munchkin cat. And um, 
<laughs> yes, birds definitely can get get very boisterous there. So Belinda said there was a guy who had a bird and that could and that bird could swear up a storm. Yes, birds are very, very good. Like I said, they're good at language. <laughs> so so even like speaking language, but you know, even with the telepathy, they're really good with their language too. So it's really kind of fun and interesting to to talk to birds. But um back to cats, since we're on that, you know, the opposite end of the spectrum here. So cats, the very first time I ever spoke to a cat, you guys, it was so interesting. And I just wanted to explain this to you because once again, this is all about learning how to um, communicate in different ways. And it was hysterical because the way that I learned to communicate and I took an animal communications class and it was such an amazing class, learned so much from this lady and um, very, very cool person to know and um, I'll have to get her permission to, to um, talk with, talk to her on the show here, but she was just awesome. But anyway, and I'm not sure she does it anymore, but she's still really cool. So, um, so it was a cat that I learned that I was speaking to and um, the cat was getting impatient, you guys, because I was writing like what the cat, so I had, you write out your questions. So you write out, so you say, um, hello, how are you? Or you say, are you in spirit? Or are you here on earth? You know, all of these questions, right? So you write it all down on this piece of paper so that you can get some ideas of what's, you know, and really start a conversation with these animals. It's a lot of fun, really, honestly. Just one question at a time is fun too, but I got to tell you, if you sit down and like really write down your questions and then write down the answers, you'll be surprised at what you get. And always end with, do you have a message for me? Or if you're reading the animal for somebody else or the other person, I actually got a message from a horse for myself when I was reading for another person. Well, actually, I, got a, I actually got a, another message from a dog just recently for myself as well. So there's all these different messages that come in. But anyway, so the cat was so impatient <laughs> that it was on the third question. By the time I was writing down the answer to the very first question and they were like, you humans, why are you so slow at writing? You know, you're so slow. So it made me laugh because when you think about it, I mean, cats are really funny, but they're very different animals than all of the animals that we ever, you know, that we all know of. And um, they definitely are extremely opinionated about things. And it all came out in that one cat. <laughs> it like totally made me understand that maybe. That's why I'm allergic to cats. I don't know. So, so it was a lot of fun, though, to talk to him. But, oh, my goodness. So as time's gone on, I've learned to communicate a little bit differently with the cats. So my point is, is that if you do end up talking to a cat and it does get a little impatient with you, don't fret about it. Just go ahead. Keep writing and just tell it, would you please slow down? I'm a stupid human or I am just human, <laughs> one or the other, because they'll be calling you names, too. Sometimes it's really funny. So because um, all animals have their own personality and they sure do. Um, they sure do have a lot of ideas on what they think is right as well. But uh, all of them, every one of them, I haven't met one yet that has not been just full of love, just so much love in everything. I mean, I just have never met anything, even trees. I mean, nothing, nothing has not had love in it. So the world is full of love. You guys remember that and believe that. And have fun with your animals, definitely. And try to, like I said, have a conversation with them. If you write down all these questions, it's so much fun. If you can just take even an hour to do it. Sometimes it takes less, but if you really do sit down and tap in, they can give you the most interesting and really, really cool wisdom. And you can learn so much from them. And it's so much fun. So much fun. So um, so I'm going to end the show today with that, just so that you guys can... Um, 
go talk to your animals now and have some time with them. And I really appreciate you all being here with me today and every day that you are with me. It's so much fun to do this show. I'm getting much more comfortable with it. So it's, it's becoming uh, easier. And uh, next, next week, we're going to talk about uh, all of those divas and all of those, um, I don't know, just like special crystals and everything else that, that, because there's a lot of information. I was sleeping last night and they were like, we want to talk to you. So I was like, okay, we'll, We'll definitely get to it. So um, so I have to sit with the earth and kind of look around and see what's going on and see what needs to be said about all of that kind of stuff. Because I got to tell you, it's really extensive. We could probably spend a couple of weeks on that show. So um, so we'll have to see um, how much we can get done next week. And then we'll just keep adding in every single week. <laughs> and we'll definitely do pets again, because once again, we'll have all this really cool information that'll be coming in from these other pets that are going to want to be on the show now that the word's out. It's so funny. It seems like, you know, it's um, some sort of, uh, I don't know, like communication link or something. You know, it's like all the animals, they tap in and they're like, whoa, Stacy has a show. And then they start showing up in my bedroom and I'm like, wait, it, nope, hang on. <laughs> so, but it's so much fun. It's just like the dragons um, last week when we were talking about them or that we can't think it was dragons last week, but they were the same thing showing up everywhere. So um, we'll, we'll get back to them too. We'll try to involve everything that we possibly can in my show. If you guys have any ideas, please send them in. But right now I have a lot of ideas and um, when I start running out, though, I'll be like, OK, who's who's got like a good idea? <laughs> who wants to talk to something? But I'm pretty sure that um, that Earth will definitely tell me what's going on. So things are looking up, you guys. We're getting into a great place in the world right now. And the fact that we're all staying open is just amazing. So I'm so excited to be a part of this big movement towards um, understanding Earth and understanding love and creating, you know, more peace and harmony for ourselves. So um, you all have a great day. And uh, join me next week, and I'll see you then. Become a Goldilocks Productions VIP patron. Receive exclusive access to live stream special and other epic packs. Join the Goldilocks Productions VIP community today. No great adventure ever started with, so there I was on the couch. Adventure should be fun. Adventure should be rugged. Adventure should take you someplace new. And if you ask me, there's no better place to start your adventure this spring than at your local Honda dealer, where new Hondas are arriving daily. Check out the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, Accord, Civic, and more. So you can stay on the couch if you want to, but I'm going to find adventure in a new Honda. Hurry into your local Honda dealer before they're gone. There are all different sizes of businesses. Big business, small business, that awkward growing phase business, the running this thing from my garage business, and the OMG we can't hire fast enough business. Wherever you are in your business journey, HubSpot's powerful but easy-to-use CRM platform grows with you. It lets all of your teams work together seamlessly, whether that's just you and your roommate or colleagues across multiple time zones. Grow better with HubSpot by connecting your people, your customers, and your business. Learn more at HubSpot.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.